Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. You're listening to the Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. This is Paul Hawksby. And Andy Jacobs. And this is the H&J Daily, some of the best bits of this afternoon's show. We were live at Cheltenham once again, Andy, weren't we? Yeah, day three, and uh, we had a chat about uh, what we got up to last night. That was quite a good bit of an incident with our head of live sport. You'll hear about that. Great guests today. Keith Allen, Lloyd Grossman on top form, Michelle Rue. So they were all good. We had a chat about our uh, tech ops preoccupation with the word trousers. <laughs> I decided I had enough of betting. We were about DJ Coddles and we did a birthday spread. We did. We had a T20 birthday spread. So this should just about do you. Good afternoon, everyone. Good afternoon, Andy. Good afternoon, Paul. Good afternoon, everybody. Good afternoon, Andy Smiles. Andy Smiles with us. Good afternoon, Andy. Yes. Good to see you. Yeah, I'm just saying, um, you always put your tips out on social media. Maybe we should share them with class because you had a very good day. You had five winners yesterday, I didn't did, you? I did, yeah. And uh, if uh, if Jerry Colom had got his nostril over the line first, yeah. uh, I would, uh, I'd have had six, yeah. Wow. So that was a really close one. I love yeah, I'm really enjoying it this week. It's uh, the favourites have been coming in, and the uh, I've had a, a ten to one and an well, eight to one. So yeah. well, on TSH and J, if you want to go and check out um, at Andy CSP, you'll see Andy's tips every day, and uh, so he's he's been yes. on form. Talking, so Andy, talking yeah. of tips, we're not going with uh, Paul Jacobs there. We're going with uh, he's six times champion yeah. tips of the year. We're going with John Cadigan, <laughs> seven times champion tips of the year. So okay, on his uh, Twitter. Handle. So he claims. <laughs> so Andy, what 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 do you want to talk about? Well, I say last night. I I think I might be in trouble with HR, actually, at, uh, at the head office, being yes. after an incident involving our new head of live sport, Ellie. Yes. Uh, after racing, we were given wristbands. Yeah, yeah in one uh, of the lounges. For the lounge, yeah. yeah. They're quite hard to get off, you know, this thing. They're quite difficult. And I always bite mine off. Cause I thought, that's not the way, the best way. And Ellie couldn't get hers off. So I tried wrenching it, but it wouldn't break. So I asked her if she'd mind if I bit hers. Did he ask? <laughs> did, he he did not. No, he didn't I'm ask. I'm sure I asked. No, no, no. What you suddenly did, <laughs> oh, you were pulling on it. And and then excuse me. You suddenly leant into her wrist and sort of took a bite out of it. They turned around to see me nibbling at her wrist. She had to go and have a tetanus. It's really you were bad. gallantly kissing her hand. It was really bad. It was almost like Sir Walter Raleigh was in. He suddenly lunged for her wrist. It was a really, really strange moment. John Andy. didn't want me to do his. I couldn't understand it. No. Really. Anyway, did. we still haven't given up on Prue Lee. Oh, I think we have. No, we haven't. 
She played, uh, if you've been we following went, this, uh, we tried to book her because she played Cheltenham last night, telling a few stories. I've never done a tour before. I'm 82. But I don't know what it was. Second half was Q&A. Money for old rope, really, wasn't it? Somebody came on. We've all done it. Yeah, that's of course. Yeah. So, but anyway, we said, can we get Prue in? She might pop come down racing yeah. in the afternoon. But uh, we never heard from Hillary, her agent, which we think is a bit off. <laughs> Hillary could have at least got back to us and said, anyway, thanks, but no thanks. We went Prue, and stood Prue. outside. Nothing, nothing back. We went and stood outside. The theatre. Yeah. The show's called Nothing in Moderation, except for betting, of course. Yeah. And uh, we decided that you should doorstep her. <laughs> so, like, wait till the end of the show and yeah. she comes out and get an interview with her. Who do you fancy for the Gold Cup? <laughs> <laughs> do you agree with John that Venetia Williams is good in the wet? Let's have, let's have your tips for tomorrow. But anyway, uh, we're still. You wanted to heckle Hillary. Yeah, I, I, wanted, I wanted to doorstep Hillary in a kind of Roger Cook side. Why did you never get back to us? <laughs> How much does Ken Hames go out yeah, for? Yeah, <laughs> come on then. Matthew Crucifix opened a new branch of Aldi. Yes. Anyway, well, uh, after racing, the sales team got us into the Edge of Violence Lounge. <laughs> it was, it was were, threatening, wasn't there, it? Well, no, there was just one or two people in there. Do you know when you see certain people? Mm. He was a kind of young bloke with a thick neck. And he'd had a lot to drink. And he was right on the edge of violence, yeah, you know. Yeah. It only would have taken somebody just to brush against him. <laughs> and you would have heard the roar go up. You do get a, you get a lot of that here. Yeah. About five thirty. Big, 5:30, big yeah. gangs of lads in their sort of bum freezer suits, right on the edge of violence. <laughs> Thankfully, it doesn't tend to uh, overspill. But you, you know, you could you could smell it after years of going to football it's, matches in the seventies. <laughs> we, we're all in a betting frenzy, of course, yeah. but it's all pointless. I mean, we worked it out. You're ten pound up after two days. Yeah, I'm seven pound up. You're what are you, John Evans? Yeah. So, I mean, we just all that effort for ourselves. It's all right for you. We didn't have to go quite well, thanks. We didn't have to go off course at Fakenham, Don Littlewood's favourite course. No, no, no. We we certainly didn't. We're not going off course. It's vulgar, apparently. We were very unlucky in the poshest race, the Johnny Henderson. Yes, that was very unfortunate. Yes. Anything else you got up to last night? You can possibly broadcast. One of our numbers was was an early faller. One of our one of our assistant producers had a had a big day. Did he? And then came in because the very good, uh, the, the wine tips to Neil Phillips gave us some uh, drinks from the good people at Glen Farclas, some whiskey uh, cocktails. But of course, we're on air. We can't yeah. sit there and yeah. sup those. So, uh, <laughs> yes, one of our number came in and mine swept. <laughs> he wasn't working. I've got a point. He wasn't working with us yesterday. It was he, a day he off. He started thing. attacking Rupert about Aston Villa. He's yes, a Chelsea got, fan. I had to point out to him, there are so three points behind us, mate. <laughs> he got quite aggressive and then he fell asleep in the restaurant. Yeah. And indeed, in the bar at the he's hotel. He's the new heir to the Barman Dave Richards. The Barman title. Dave Memorial Stakes, yes. He's, uh, <laughs> he he's Dave to anoint him, didn't we? As, uh, infamous, of course, on, on Breakfast R- with Alan Brazil. quote of the night was, I've got a vineyard next to me in Chipping Camden. Yeah. <laughs> you can't say that. Yeah, that's right, yeah. <laughs> Bob and our broth in his lorry can certainly relate to that. <laughs> and uh, it was all good fun. Now, yeah, Neil, the wine tipster is back. Uh, Neil, they has bought us Cheltenham Pie. Um, which is a... It's, and it's got uh, Doom Bar beer in it, which Neil wow. told No, Neil said it's got Doom Bar beer in the pie. I thought it, I honestly thought it was a horse. And he wrote it down. So he's, he's, he's written down Doom Bar beer at 10 to 1. <laughs> yeah, because I said earlier on, I, said, I, I couldn't realise how quick the morning had gone. I said, blimey, it's 20 to 1. And Andy Smart said, what is? How do I get on it? I said, no, it's the time, mate. It's like a disease. What's wrong with you? It's not all about That's betting. Good odds, 20 yeah, to 1. <laughs> it's very good odds. But yeah, Neil has bought us the Cheltenham pie, which is... Is uh, a steak pioneer, isn't it? 
steak and ale pie. Yeah, it's absolutely fantastic. Yeah. So uh, we've already knocked back Michelle Rue. He offered us lunch, but yeah, we, that's we, right. We instead of full English, yeah, so yeah it was too much really. for us. Anyway, uh, thank you very much. That's very kind of you. The wine tips that are uh, coming through, as he always does, with food or drink. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Joining us now is uh, actor Keith Allen. Hello, Keith, how are you? Yeah, very good. You all good? Good to yeah, see thanks. you again. You yeah. like a day's racing, don't you? Yeah, yeah, I do it every year. Yeah, the, uh, I'm a guest of Michael Dickinson. Oh, okay. Oh, the yeah. trainer? Yeah. Oh, nice. He's the only guy who went through all the winners on the first day, I think, years ago. He still holds that record. Wow, wait. Okay. Very entertaining. Are you, a, are you a successful punter when you do have a little flutter or not? No. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> you said, don't you remember last year we took a pen and just... Oh, that's right. You, yeah, you, yeah, it was yeah. a bit scattered gun. Well, that's as good as any other system, <laughs> really. It works quite well. Now, you're saying you've, you've just been in a play, a musical recently, Rehab. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah I'd never done one before. Um, it was fantastic. It went yeah. really, really well. Um, I'm not a musical person. Right. You know. And neither were a lot of the people who came to see it. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, but this is true. So you've never had a singing role before in anything you've Listen, done? Listen, before you go anywhere with that, all right, Ian Dury couldn't sing. No, what he couldn't. What a great voice. What a great voice. Yeah, That's true. Yes. That's yeah. my theory as well. And you <laughs> um, were, yeah, go on. All the people involved in it, like mm -hmm. the writer, director, um, the MD, they've all been in rehab. So it's a very kind of... Uh, it, it, it's very respectful yeah. about the you know the process, and uh, when people came to see it, a lot of people who had been in rehab actually were incredibly. Mo it is very funny, by the way, mm -hmm. but were incredibly moved to tears. Actually, wow. yeah, it's 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 so good, and it is going into the West End Brilliant. in September. I don't know where, but it, yeah, it sounds quite zeitgeist, quite appropriate. For oh no, the it's it's, it's yeah. so bang on it at the minute. Yeah. It really is, and like I say, it is very funny. Yeah. I saw you in an episode of Agatha Raisin. Stop. No, but don't talk about that. No, it's a good program. Nothing wrong with that. Stop it. You're old. I'm earning money. You're old. You can't argue with that. It's only old people watch that. Yes. Maybe that's true. I don't know. It's on Sky. That's quite young. You mentioned you weren't musical, but of course you did Vindaloo, the great football song. Did it get revived for Qatar? They normally do. They get dusted off. They're no, not saying you no, a no, check. No. Yeah, of course. What yeah. happens is it's that they end up on albums all over the world. Yeah. And then you get to, from radio plays. You know, it's it's, it's a yeah. good drip feed. Yeah. I swear to nice. you. I mean, the kind of, in the great sort of litany of musical songs, World in Motion as well. You've you've been there in a few of the great ones, haven't you? Really iconic, mate. Yeah, absolutely. Iconic. Well, I just <laughs> watching that video again. It's that's just what a day that must have been. It is putting, very funny putting it? that together. So mm. I'll tell you a story about that. Mm -hmm. Paul Kay, who played the uh, Richard Ashcroft part, you know, in the yeah. video, just after we'd done it, it had been released, he was going up to Edinburgh to do Edinburgh, I think. Anyway, he's in the toilet at Heathrow, and he's, you know, doing his business. And he was the only person there, and the door opened, and he stood there, and nobody appeared next to him. He thought, a bit weird, and no cubicle door opened. It's a little bit odd. So he finished his business, turned around, and there's the verve. Like, All of them. <laughs> yeah, like that. Oh, yeah, funny, is it? <laughs> and they loved it, actually. Now, you're a Fulham fan. Big time, yeah. Yeah. And, um, yeah, I mean, Andy, you saw him a couple of weeks ago against Brentford. You weren't yeah. sure, were you? I wasn't sure even against Chelsea when they beat Chelsea. I thought, Listen, yeah, there, there's a statistic, OK, which is quite well hidden. But we're in a league where I think we're second from bottom of... Uh, teams that have scored more chances, had more chances created against them. Yeah. That's and that's us. And I think in a lot of the games, I mean, look at Brighton. If they put away what they uh, created, we wouldn't be anywhere near where we are at the minute. And funnily enough, I was watching Liverpool-Real Madrid last night. And I thought, 
Actually, this is very Fulham like this. <laughs> no, seriously, I thought yeah. Liverpool were just so pedestrian, yeah. slow. We look a bit leggy at the yeah. minute. Hey, he's done well. He's done well enough. Then they're going to stay up. I predicted, even when we were up at six, 12th will do. And I think it will be about there. Mm. They're all thereabouts. He's been linked to sort of other bigger jobs. He's, he's linking him with a Tottenham job. He's you don't see it. Sorry, I thought he said bigger job. Hey! hey. <laughs> 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 no, I don't think you he's think going. He's, they're flattering to deceive a bit then, your boys. Yeah? I think at the minute, look, if, if we get, you know, Willian, um, Polina and... Yeah. Uh, Kenny on the pitch at the same time, mm. then there's a lot more mm. creativity than if they're not there, is what I'm saying. And I think we will stay up, of course we will, but we've really got to buy. We've got to buy. William's been a revelation there. Yeah. I mean, he looked yes. so finished at Arsenal. I loved him at Chelsea. Yeah, but also, and, and Pereira, you know, he's nothing at United, but he's, mm. been, he's been brilliant for us. I've got to say, really good. It's good. Really yeah. good. And what else? Uh, so you got that in the West End later this year. Yeah. Uh, what else are you up to at the minute? Nothing. No? Just taking it <laughs> easy? I'm 70 this year. Really? Yeah, no. Really? Yes. Yeah. Blimey. Yeah. I don't care. <laughs> I, I just garden. That's all I do. You don't look it. No. <laughs> Thank you very much. <laughs> Wait until about six o'clock tonight. <laughs> <laughs> and do you like a bit of a flutter? Well, just saying, you're not well I was, I was just yeah. sat there thinking to myself, this is genius. Somebody's actually invented a way of losing money but in an entertaining way. Yeah, <laughs> very true. And, and that's what's happened here with me. I'll, I'll lose a fistful, you know, but it's good fun. Good stuff. It's true. Well, uh, lovely to see you again. And you too. Thanks really for good. popping in. Pleasure. And uh, I'll say you gave us some pals today, so you're going to sort of be out and about. And well, we're looking for the free booze. There's no free booze this year, is there? Oh, no, I'm sorry. This is so bad. let you down. Listen, I really appreciate letting me and my mates in. That's great. Yeah. Thank you very much. Have a good day. Yeah, Fantastic. you too. Thanks Brilliant. very much. Uh, so go and see Rehab the Musical. You're not sure where it's going to be on no, yet in the West End. September in the West End. September in the West End. Look out for it, Keith. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Well, we were enjoying the uh, Cheltenham pie, which is a lovely. Yes, there, Neil pie. Phillips, the wine tips that popped in with a big, um, a big, fantastic a big beef and ale pie. Wonderful, but we ran out of plates, so Andy, smart fans a bit, he's eating it out of the bowl. He's Roy, eating it from... Grossman thought he was eating the whole pie. He does, he does look <laughs> like... What a bit a... desperate Dan. Yes, I think he's bitten off more than he can chew almost. He's struggling a little bit now, I think. But yeah, he's, he's doing all right. He looks the part, a bit desperate Dan in the corner there. Mm. Congratulations to Gianni Infantino, we haven't mentioned. Yeah. Uh, FIFA have announced it'd be sponsored by Bisto for four more years of gravy. Oh, yeah, Tremendous job. Congratulations. I just saw um, David Conn from The Guardian uh, tweeting about it. Uh, he said, during the 2011 FIFA corruption scandal, English FA chair David Bernstein said a one-candidate election was a flawed mandate. So what happens today? Gianni Infantino was re-elected by acclamation. That's yes. historic. I so know, basically, no one else ran against him. He just sort of <laughs> wandered in and, and did it once again. So there we it's are. Tremendous. Well done to him. We should congratulate Tony Incenzo, shouldn't we, really? Because he's tweeted about the fact that he's uh, come into a fortune of money. It's tremendous. Yeah, maybe he's going to go and buy some strong games. Go and buy Tony QPR. For QPR. <laughs> that would be fantastic. You get a lot of games for, with seven people attending for that. So yeah. well done to him. You said, well done, Tony. Yeah. yeah, tremendous. And um, my sales sign stunt could have gone wrong, couldn't it, really? I, we, yesterday, I put some sales signs up at the uh, yeah. shop. And, mm. uh, uh, paparazzi photographers started photographing it and you thought possibly that people would think TalkSport was for sale, the company share price could plummet. Yeah, but some were a little bit worried about that, yeah, with some sort of subliminal message, that was very true, but thankfully not. No, thankfully not, it was all very all very good. And um, what else have we had here? Oh yes, no I think I won't mention that. I'll, I'll do no, okay, there are some, it's good that you self-edit, because well, like some of the to. stuff you actually want to share with the audience is probably not right. 
Although I do have on the quarter to four tomorrow, I'll do my everything must go sales. Okay, so all, all the bits, all the bits, all the, I didn't okay, all use, the, all the bits know, that I left. Fantastic. swindles, for example. Okay, well, that's just a flavour of what you can expect at quarter four tomorrow. I'm sure you're definitely going to tune in for the that. Japanese cricket commentator. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Joining us now, man, with an incredibly distinctive voice, mm. uh, a broadcaster, journalist and author and neighbour of our own Rupert Bell. Absolutely. It is Lloyd Grossman. Good to see you, Lloyd. Well, it's jolly nice to be here. Yes. And, um, you know, I have to say, before we even begin this conversation... I know nothing about horses, <laughs> and I know nothing about racing. Hey. And you know how when you listen to the radio, if someone comes in to talk about economics, you think, hey, this guy is an expert. <laughs> you know, you just assume there's this default thing. Yeah, here's an expert. So for anyone who's listening, I know nothing about the subject we are going to be discussing. What about ah. sport in general? Do you like sport? I do know about sport. And I play sport, um, and uh, it's it's very important to me, um, especially obscure things like American baseball. You're Boston. a Red Sox Red fan. I am a lifelong Red Sox fanatic. Mm. In terms of English football, I, I can say I'm a very keen Blythe Spartans supporter. Well, okay. <laughs> That's quite random. But Lloyd, how come? Not many of them out there. Because um, years ago, um, I had a wonderful guitar teacher um, who was from Blythe. Right. And he said, if you're going to support anyone, you've got to support Blythe Spartans. Oh. And this was at a time when I was living virtually next door to Chelsea. Mm. And I thought, well... You know, should I go with Chelsea? Now it's too obvious. <laughs> Blind Spartans, they're going to make it someday, and I'm really excited. You're about still them. hanging in there. Have you been to ever been to see them play? Have you been to Blythe to see them play? Not yet. No, not yet. <laughs> still time. Still time. You know, you've got to save up some things for the bucket list. Yes, of course. Cool. You know, like Machu Picchu. Yeah, <laughs> and Blythe Spartans. Yeah, yeah. they're on everybody's very list. That's very it true. It struck me that two TV shows you pioneered, Through the Keyhole and MasterChef, are still going strong, right? You're no longer involved with them, but the format... That could be the reason why no, they're no, still going they've strong. They've kind of changed the formats yeah. have changed, but the actual titles and the, and the heart of the show it belongs to the shows that you, you did yourself. Yeah, but... I mean, it, w it was funny because I was thinking back to the days when, when MasterChef was just a glint in the eye of the producer who invented the, the format and having a discussion with some very senior people at the BBC because I was hauled in to be, you know, he'd be a very good presenter. Uh, so I was hauled in to do it. And this uh, very senior person at the BBC, no names, <laughs> no names, um, said, that is really a about the most rubbish idea <laughs> really I have ever heard wow. and uh, <laughs> I said well, well why and he said um, well why would anyone want to watch people eating someone else's food <laughs> I mean <laughs> I, I won't say that was typical BBC commissioning philosophy but mm. I mean it was really interesting they had no idea it was going to go on to become not only a great national success, but a huge kind of international thing. Mm, yeah. And um, ditto, when, um, when Through the Keyhole was first proposed, someone at, at TVAM said, well, this is absolutely disgusting. <laughs> I mean, how can you invade people's privacy like that? I said, well, 
they are inviting us in. You know, yeah. it's hardly an invasion. Dang. So, um, you know, it's just interesting how, you know, over the course of those were both over 30 years ago, mm. how, you know, attitudes have changed in terms of what is allowable, what is, it, what is entertainment. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, it was great to participate in two shows which um, became, as they say about everything now, Iconic. 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 Like That's this show. Indeed. Oh, this well, is, some say that. Some do say that. <laughs> everyone said Not some. <laughs> I mean, you're being too modest. No, no, yes, I do. Nice. Yes, maybe I should. You know. That's wrong, really. Yeah. Um, of course, the other thing you're known for, Lloyd, maybe to a completely different uh, audience and a lot of students, are your sources. Um, a great staple of uh, of many a sort of store cupboard. That, 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 that's, is that kind of bigger and bigger than you ever imagined it would? Yeah, because it kind of started out as, um, well, almost as sort of hobby, hmm. because I like, I like cooking, I'm a, but I'm an amateur. You know, I'm a total amateur. And the reason I like cooking is because I like eating. Right. Uh, you know, which seems to be quite, quite logical. So, um, you know, and I wanted to try my hand at, 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 at making something because I like products. I love merchandising. Uh, love your sweatshirts, by the way. Oh, right. yeah. <laughs> oh sorry, there aren't any. Oh, right. <laughs> Speaking of merchandising, you know, I like products and I like merchandising. So, um, yeah, I, and, and I knew that I could, um, could do something really interesting and really good in that kind of sauce sphere. Um, but I didn't ever think that it was necessarily going to become as big as, as, wow. as it became. But yeah. that's, you know, that's cool. It's better than someone saying, I never thought it would be as small as it became. Yeah. <laughs> you know? the so, yeah. yeah. You must be in every supermarket really in the country. I would have yeah, said. yeah, ab absolutely. I mean, I've, uh, yeah, the, the supermarkets have been very good to us, to me and to colleagues. And um, it's been very gratifying. Yeah. Very gratifying. And you are a rugby fan as well, we understand, Lloyd. I am a rugby fan, although the last time I actually played rugby, I was I was covering for the BBC. I spent two weeks in Ebervale. Oh, okay. Uh, covering the Ebervale Garden Festival, which I have to say was not the single most exciting event in the world. <laughs> and after about five days, I was getting a little bit restless, and someone said to me, do you play rugby? I said, no. Yeah. Yes, rather modestly. Well, would you like to practice with the lads? And I said, yeah, absolutely. And I didn't realize the lads were Ebba Vale. Oh, dear. And I was tackled so badly <laughs> that I had to be carried off. Oh, no, I no. had to be carried off the pitch. So that was the last time, the last time I, I actually played it. But um, fortunately, because I live in the finest county in England, Gloucestershire, and we have the best rugby club in England, mm. Gloucester, and the most beautiful rugby ground, um, I'm a great fan of Gloucester, great fan of Gloucester. Um, I'm being challenged, like all rugby fans, I'm being challenged slightly by what's going on in the Six Nations. Mm, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I'm a little bit, a little bit concerned about, about England. But, uh, yeah, I like, I like, I like yeah. rugby. I, I prefer nowadays following sports that I can actually play myself. <laughs> so, you know, I'm a, I'm a very keen tennis player. 
and I play real tennis. Oh, and okay. I used to be a very good squash. Well, not very good. I was an okay squash player. Oh, um, now, finally, uh, Rupert Bell is a neighbour of yours. Is he a good neighbour or a bad neighbour, Lloyd? Is there a lot of extraneous noise coming from the sort of Bell household? Or? Rupert, I would say that when God created Rupert, he broke the mould. <laughs> <laughs> That's a compliment, is it? I'm not quite sure. <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, Rupert is not only probably the greatest sports broadcaster mm. yeah, in the world. I think yeah. we all agree. We yeah. agree on that? Well, yeah. I can't think of anybody else off the top of my head. No, no. no. I mean, he is probably <laughs> the greatest sports broadcaster in the world, possibly even the greatest broadcaster in the world. Yeah. You know, let's not... <laughs> no, okay. You know, yeah. let's not be... You'll get no argument from us. Let's no. not quibble. <laughs> okay. I'd say you're picking so, him up a bit, but there we go. Not only is he the greatest living broadcaster yeah. in the world, <laughs> but uh, he is also probably the world's best neighbour. Oh, that's good oh, to that's hear. Very nice. That's very That's good that's to hear. Good. Well, Lloyd, it's been lovely to see you. Lloyd, it's been lovely I do appreciate you popping in to see us. You say you're not a regular at Cheltenham, but you're sort of a once a decade. I can't have... Look, I have already... Today, I've lost the house. <laughs> um, I've lost... I mean, the children will never go into higher education. <laughs> uh, the car has gone on to eBay. <laughs> I can't afford to go to Cheltenham more than once every 10 years. Wow. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. The Hawksby and Jacobs daily podcast from TalkSport. Did you hear Lloyd, your neighbour? Uh, what a ringing endorsement from your neighbour, Lloyd Grossman, oh, calling so you, nice about you the finest broadcaster, living broadcaster in the world. <laughs> he's, a man not given, he's a man not given to I hyperbole, I understand. Oh, I, know, I, I don't know what he's been drinking in the chairman's box, but it's obviously quite a lot, I would have thought. He's gone, he's gone around to your house to do uh, well, through the keyhole. Well, yes. I'll tell you what he can do, is he yeah. can go and pick up my temporary greenhouse, which my wife's just got home to say, got a bit of a crisis, your temporary greenhouse, and I thought I'd lovingly... Sp- actually put into the ground and it wouldn't go anywhere if we had a strong wind but it's now heading towards Lloyd's house 
It's blown into yeah, Lloyd's no, garden. We could have like neighbours at war. <laughs> I mean, imagine if Rupert's through the keyhole. Yeah, no, I have. Imagine, it open, imagine just opening the wrong drawer, thinking, "Oh my goodness, we're, doing, we're certainly not going to talk about that." Like the Alan Partridge thing in the hotel. Well, um, I, he has been in my house, and he, I haven't right. got him to do it even after a lot of drink. Come on, <laughs> do, do the party trick. Yes, I love the fact that he's a fan of Gloucestershire rugby. Yeah, it's, oh, what a, it's a fantastic voice. Well, no, well I did hear the bit where he suddenly said Blythe Spartans, and that took me by surprise. Yes, yes. Um, yeah. it's, but I, I was surprised even you where Blythe was, but obviously yeah. he did. So anyway, no, he's a very good mate. No, he's good fun. As so, I hope um, indeed, yeah, very nice. Thank you for organising that for us. He's a lovely guy. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. We caught up a little bit earlier on, didn't we, with yeah. Michel Rue Jr., right, yeah. chef and restaurateur. He's a massive sports fan. We often catch up with him mm. at Cheltenham, where he, uh, he he works, of course, every year at the festival. Cooking for 600 people today. That's yeah. You're here. And uh, with Manchester United in action tonight against Betis on the Talk Sport 2, we did touch on that. So this is our conversation with him uh, a little bit earlier on. Well, uh, Michelle has invited us into the inner sanctum. This is quite something, isn't it, Andy? I'm amazed. It's fantastic. Yes, yes chef. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> You've always wanted to do that, haven't you? Service! Service! <laughs> <laughs> that feeling of power. How many years have you been sort of coming here as a sort of as a business? Yeah, I think this is our 12th year, uh, and it just gets bigger, bigger, and better yeah. uh, year and year. And, you know, it, it's Cheltenham. It, it's renowned all over the world as being the greatest sporting festival and, and it is it never yeah. I mean it never ceases to amaze me yeah it's such a fabulous offering you've got a lovely room out there big room with a great view of the races yeah. and uh, must take quite a bit of doing so how long does it take to prepare for all these people yeah so I mean we're, we're feeding about 600 guests today and it's a full a la carte so they get a choice of starters mains oh, dessert wow. uh, and then we go on afternoon tea as well and, and like you said we, we are on the finishing post, on the finishing line, it's fantastic view. So we, we start prep about a week before, uh, and then the guys work through the night as well. So it's it's, it's just constant, constant prep. Oh. Is is this your <laughs> is this your team for, that you've worked with before? Do you bring them together just for Cheltenham? All these guys. Yeah. So I've got my executive chef here, Claude, uh, and my daughter as well, who's a chef, and we all come together. And then we have a team of chefs that we work with every year, and. We all come together to do these these events. Not just Cheltenham, but we're at Epsom, Newmarket as well, um, and Wimbledon as well. The big one at Wimbledon. Oh, yeah. We're going to talk football in a minute, but um, <laughs> is that right? You're a Wigan Warriors fan? Is this true? <laughs> Actually, I was a Wigan. Well, I still am a Wigan fan. Yeah. Uh, Wigan Warriors. I, I used to follow them a lot, um, and I, I love my rugby league as much as I love my uh, uh, you know rugby union as well. And what, what was the route into rugby league then? What got you into that? Um, one of my ex-head chefs uh, was a Wigan lad, right. and uh, of course uh, we, we, we just, yeah, I, I just followed it because uh, we, went, we went to lots of games together, uh, and it was it was the heyday of Wigan. I oh, mean, okay. yeah. oh my word, what a team! Yeah, you were well, glory hunting basically, yeah, weren't you? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> absolutely, <laughs> unashamedly. We normally are in a box. Uh, been catered for by your great late uncle of course yeah. this year we're not though we're in a little shop over there so <laughs> I had a pasty yesterday thanks <laughs> not that you're bitter and it no, bothers no, you at all you've let it go seeing all this fabulous food yeah yeah yeah. <laughs> those, yeah those were the days when you had a, a really nice corporate box here yeah. and uh, yeah you were wined and dined and uh, yeah like you say it was uh, it was actually my dad not my uncle oh, sorry, he, and there was that famous day where um, the uh, the knife wasn't sharp oh, for the yeah, carving yeah, yeah. the beef, beef yeah, yeah. Yeah. It was very Fergie-like. He never said anything. He just gave him the eyes. Oh yeah. It was like it was a, like a sort of 
like the hairdryer without saying a word. And he just, and then suddenly, yeah, everything, so he didn't look very happy. He wasn't happy at <laughs> all that day. I remember that one as if it was yesterday. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So uh, Manchester United tonight, you can relax really, 4-1 up from the first leg, should be pretty easy, you would think. I mean, it should be, I mean, uh, yeah, on paper, I mean, three-goal advantage should, should be easy. Hopefully, uh, Eric Ten Hag will play some of the youngsters as well uh, and just keep the, uh, you know, rest the others. Uh, maybe Casemiro will play, obviously, because uh, I don't think he's banned in Europe, is he? So, no. he, so he'll, he'll get a, a good run out. But, um, yeah, I mean, it's, it's, we should be into the next round. Yeah, it's a lot better. I mean, leave out the 7 0 better. <laughs> yeah, you know, it's actually been going pretty yeah. well, so yeah. you must be pleased. Yeah, no, I am definitely. I mean, they're, they're playing as a team, there's, uh, there's a purpose uh, and there's a vision, and you can see that all the players are motivated and playing with a smile on their face, and uh, no, it's, it's nice to see. Yeah. Garnacho's picked up an injury, though. As I saw Eric said, I'm bemoaning all the injuries and suspensions. It's bad timing, isn't it? it it's very bad timing, but, uh, but no, no, come on. We're fourth. Looking for third spot, uh, Europa League, the Carabao Cup, still in the FA Cup. Come on, no, it can't be bad. There we are, Michel Root yes, Jr. We man. caught up with uh, a little bit earlier on. And that game, as we said, live on TalkSport 2 uh, this evening. It's a quarter to six kickoff. Jim Proudfoot, Matt Hollinger commentary team uh, here on TalkSport. Of course, Andy Goldstein and Darren Bent will bring you Drive. Just the thing, we could have had his lovely lunch instead of that Cheltenham pie, which is repeating on me. I thought the Cheltenham pie was fantastic. <laughs> it was a bit of a repeater. Okay, well, I do apologise. Thanks for sharing that. <laughs> the Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Front running. We've noticed there's been a fair bit of front running so far at Cheltenham. Yeah, front running's the way forward. Love front running. Love front running yeah, rides. Um... Uh, the, the, the good thing about front running is that you can set your own fractions. You can go the speed that you want. You can control the race. And some people think it's a negative because it means that you're setting up the race for other people. But mm. as we've seen to very good effect this week, actually, if you get it right, you're at an advantage over the others as opposed to a disadvantage. I'm a massive fan of front running. My mother always used to tell me when I rode for her, go out there and set your own pace. Do what you want. Uh, get, horse obviously has the ability to see all of the jumps very clearly because they're in front, so they should jump better. And you also take out the potential of getting caught in traffic as well. You know, getting stuck behind a horse who's not jumping very well is a massive detriment. Um, you want to get into a good rhythm and jump from fence to fence, and if you're in front, you can do that. I've got a bit of an unusual request for you guys. W would you all mind saying the word trousers? <laughs> trousers. <laughs> there we are. Come on, we could do have a clean one. Give that to us again, Lizzie. Trousers. Okay, Rupert, can we have one from you? Trousers. When Lloyd Grossman left the uh, studio <laughs> here, the yeah. shop, yeah, Simon was disappointed. That he Simon's uh, the man on the decks for yeah. us, on the yeah. controls. He was disappointed that Lloyd hadn't said the word trousers. <laughs> yeah. He then told us he collects celebrities saying the word trousers, on, the, and he plans one day to do a... Uh, uh, a mystery trousers <laughs> audio competition. <laughs> Who's seeing trousers? So it's going to host it. It's one of the weirdest things that I've ever heard. Yes, uh, Andy, would you like to say trousers? Trousers. Oh, trousers. Like okay, <laughs> fair enough. Good, yes. well, that was very there. nice and gravelly, wasn't it? It was, wasn't it? <laughs> trousers. Give it another couple of hours and be like Louis Armstrong. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> Fantastic. 
Well, so, Rupert, oh, sorry, carry on. Well, no, I just, I'm just think, thinking, the ma wanting to do a dance mix of the word trousers. There is a dance <laughs> mix going around that uh, uh, j the jockey club did. And it's got yes, poor old yes. Ian Bartlett doing it, and it is, uh, well, it's a shocker. No, uh, we spoke to him, DJ Coddles. No, no, no not Coddles, that's what they were eating <laughs> earlier on. <laughs> DJ, DJ Coddles. Well, DJ same, Coddles is a big plate well, of bacon and sausages. But can I say something? <laughs> well, DJ Coddles tunes was as bad as the coddle that I ate, which I did not like. That was disgusting. I'm sorry. Oh, OK. <laughs> sorry. Neil brings me, Neil brought the food. He was very proud. He said, I can't bring you alcohol today. So I, my immediate reaction was, why not? And yeah. then he said, no, got to pace it. So he brought me a plate of coddle. And I right. have to say... Mm, well, the sausages hadn't had the benefit of seeing a frying pan, which oh, probably oh, wasn't, right. wasn't a benefit, oh. was it? Oh, no, and he may have just boiled them. I just looked How like revolting. It, it, it just looked like, well, anyway, just been slopped in some sauce and some of those, anyway, okay. it wasn't a kind of pretty uh, picture. Yeah. <laughs> it did have Glenn? some oats in there as well. Oats? Well, OK. Sure that were lentils or something. And bacon. Feed it to the horses. It's great here. Glenn Coddle? <laughs> yeah. so it, doesn't, it doesn't really work, does it? We're... <laughs> You're right, Andy. He's having a little coffin fit. <laughs> Sorry, I did say Glenn Coddle. So, um, yes, yeah, so do you want to say something, Andy? Well, I just want to say that we are very open here, and it's lovely to see everybody in there. We've had a lot of nice people, but one bloke just knocked on the door. He wanted to be interviewed. Yeah, he just said, he's <laughs> clearly lying through his teeth. He yeah. said, I've, I was told a report how I need to be interviewed. He was drunk as a skunk, he was. <laughs> Sweating profusely. <laughs> and he what? was the last bloke you'd put on air. Was that Will, then? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Probably. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Now, um, Charlie Baker has been out and about on the course over the last few days. He's, uh, he's on tour at the moment. He's in Brighton this evening, and he couldn't have made that journey from uh, Cheltenham to Brighton. So he sat today out, and in his place is uh, Ben Fletcher. And Ben's been out and about on the course today. And uh, I, I think uh, we can hear from Mark Durden-Smith, uh, the voice of rugby for many years. Here he is. Yeah, good afternoon, guys. I'm in the world-famous green room uh, with broadcaster Mark Durden-Smith. Mark, thanks for joining us live on TalkSport. How's your day going so far? Thanks for calling it the world-famous green room. I didn't realise we'd gone global, but we are we are, we are megastars of the hospitality world. Um, I'm slightly overstating the case here. And as you can see, we've had quite a good time. My voice might be appropriate, a little bit horsey, uh, but it's still... <laughs> I'm not mute yet, but I'm, I'm getting there. But actually, I'm a lovely... I mean, amazing three days so far. Uh, how emotional was Tuesday, Wednesday a little bit more sort of standard Cheltenham Festival and today so many backstories uh, even though I know next to nothing about horse racing. Is, is well, neither do we. Okay good good. <laughs> well that's pointed out to me on a regular basis because AP McCoy's our, um, I'm not name dropping here but he's our ambassador in here along with John Joe and Neil Jr. So I try and learn a little bit so I don't look completely foolish. Um, but no, it, we're, it's, it's a, an amazing place to be, 280,000, whatever the stats are this week, having an amazingly good time. Uh, and this is quite a fun place to be, if I'm being really honest. It is fantastic. I mean, the train strikes today, a lot of concerns over it being a quieter festival than usual. But from what I've seen so far, it seems busy enough to me. Well, I think that's the thing, isn't it? When, when you have these headwinds and these challenges to get here and you know, your children might be off school, which I can understand there are loads of people around the country having a miserable day. But if you've made it here to Cheltenham, you're going to make the most of it, aren't you? Absolutely right. Well, me included, my first time, and it's been fantastic so far, which is surprising for someone who's been at TalkSport for 15 years, but I've only just got the invitation from Hawksby and Jacobs, so there we go. Uh, a little word on the rugby, if I may. Uh, England playing Ireland on Saturday, very difficult Six Nations for them so far. How have you read it? Transitional period for the new side? 
I know why you haven't been invited to Cheltenham before, because it's your dress sense. You are looking shabby. You've got a Caribbean shirt on. You've got a jacket from the 1980s. I would throw you out of this festival. I'm with your other two back in the studio. Uh, no, but uh, it's, it's long away to debut by you at Cheltenham. Uh, Saturday, I mean, I am the most optimistic of England rugby supporters, and I am desperate for that team to find some form and suddenly gel. But it's so unlikely to happen on Saturday. Mike Tyndall's in the house. Uh, he's also a green room boy. Uh, even he, who is, as you know, very patriotic, uh, you know, the budget royal himself, uh, is is not giving it much hope either. So I think, I think there aren't many English rugby supporters who think we're going to do it. If we do, amazing. But if we don't, in Dublin, we're going, the green room's going to Dublin too. We're on a massive world tour. Thank you. We started where we finished. We'll finish where we started. And um, I think we'll have a really good weekend in Dublin when Ireland win a Grand Slam on home turf for the first time. Yeah, win or lose, we'll hit the, yeah, you know the rest. And heading into a World Cup, it's better to have things to work on and uh, stuff to know that you need to develop on rather than have a full sense of confidence. Yeah, that's the thing, is it? When South Africa won the last World Cup, no one really gave them uh, too much of a hope. Uh, and they, for what, six months out, seven months out, they went and won the thing uh, with Razzy Rasmus pulling the strings. It's unlikely to happen with the, this English personnel, but they're talented rugby players, so things could happen. Uh, and so I, I will keep those fingers firmly crossed the next, what, what is it, eight months now. Mark, thanks for joining us. Enjoy the rest of your day. Uh, nice to speak to you. Thanks. Shabby. That's a bit much, isn't it? Mm. Poor old Fletch being called shabby well, to know. his face. He's got a point, hasn't he? <laughs> Fair enough, yeah. <laughs> um, Mark Durden-Smith, their broadcaster, or Durders, Durders. apparently, to his friend, uh, yeah. which has led you to think of some TV formats. I, mean, <laughs> well, I take it only Durders in the building would be, I don't know quite what that is. <laughs> All we've got... It's basically... It's, Midsummer Durders. Yeah, it's basically taking the... <laughs> Dial word, D for Durders. Murder or murders <laughs> and putting putting Durders there. It's a, it's a fairly... It's limited, isn't it? Durders on the Orient Express, yeah, yeah, Channel limited. 5, and there he is on the... Durders, she wrote. You get the idea with that. Uh, that's it. That's all it is. Well, yes, it is. No more little artful bit, than that. A little uh, bit limited. Yeah. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. I understand you've, you've lined up a special um, horse racing-based... T20 birthday spread for that the That is Andy. exactly right. I okay. got the birthdays out of the racing post. We better crack on then. Yeah. No, it's no, pretty I... straightforward. Five birthdays of people in the world of racing this week. Andy and I got a guest their ages. The one, as we build a margin of error, because we're not going to get them exactly right, yeah. the one with the shortest margin of error over five birthdays is the winner. Um, mm. The great Pelé and Sergio Mendes supply the music, and here they are. Okay, Andy, give us the first birthday. Okay, the first birthday is the trainer of Kingston Hill and postponed Roger Varian. Roger Varian. Roger Varian. And his family's expanded quite rapidly since the pandemic. There's a new Varian every nine months. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, do you know who he is? Uh, vaguely, yes. Okay, I'm going to go first, so you could get a real, you could steal a bit of a gallop on me in this one. I'd say, oh, I would say, uh, 61. I'm going to go 46. Oh. <laughs> He's 44. Oh. <laughs> I'm at a disadvantage. Was Can a disadvantage. I call it back? <laughs> I think you are a bit of a disadvantage. Yes. So what if, what's the... 17 uh, 17-2. <laughs> yes, okay. Wow, not a good start. Can okay. we make you live, John, so that we can actually hear you when you do the scoring? I think you are allowed. No. Okay, 17-2 <laughs> as it's then. One more money. 17-2. Yeah, 
Okay, he was the champion jockey in South Africa in 1996, Wei Chong Marwing. Wei Chong Marwing. And his brother, Brian, is a football pundit on Chinese TV. He always <laughs> talks about the Sunji highs of this world. Yes. Brian Marwing. Brian Marwing. Um, 1996, did you say? Did, champion yeah. jockey in champion South Africa. Champion jockey in South Africa, I think, 1996. I think, I've, I think I've seen him riding in Hong Kong. <laughs> you know all these, don't you? <laughs> yeah. Well, we go to Hong Kong quite a lot in Happy Valley. I, yeah. Think, yeah. I think I'm sure I've seen him. He's a good mate. He always goes to the improv shows. <laughs> Wei Chong. <laughs> um, I'd say... Uh, what am I going to say? I'm going to say uh, 51. I'll go 57. 53. Oh, what's that done to the scores then? Good at this. Okay, 421. This is uh, going to take some clawing back. This is. I can't believe we can't make his mic work. <laughs> Number. Do you know what you have those walk-on parts? People would go into the cabin in Coronation Street yeah, or yeah, crossroads. Yeah. I'd like. Would you like your keys, Mr. Cadigan? They just nod. Because as soon as they say yes, they want more money. You should have got that bloke who wanted to be interviewed. Didn't yes, you? definitely. Yeah. Next third birthday. Andy. Okay, five-time jockey. Jockey. Five-time five jockey. jockey. He's only ridden five times. Five-time <laughs> champion jockey in France. France. Cash Asmussen. Oh, Cash Asmussen. Good old Cash in the Asmussen. Well, he's here as <laughs> usual, right. staying in the eaves of the roof of John Joe Neal's yard. Yes, Cash in the Attic. Cash in the Attic. <laughs> uh, do you know Cash Asmussen is? Well, he, he, yeah, he was quite big in the sort of. I'm not giving you clues. <laughs> <laughs> um, he's psyching you out like he does every 64. Week. Uh, a little bit younger than that, I'd say 48. Oh. oh, you're in trouble. He's 61. Oh. Oh. So, what's that done to the scores? Oh, this Ooh, is game on, now. 24-17. A copy of the Weatherfield Gazette. Yes, that's right. <laughs> Hello, Mrs. Johnson. How's your husband? Stop nodding. Just answer me. I can't answer you. I'll get more money. Right. Um, okay. Yeah. Uh, he's the seven-time leading owner in New York, Michael yeah. Dubb. Michael, Michael Dubb. Dubb. And he's actually in the next shop along to us selling loose sweets. I popped next door for a 500 grams of the Dub mix. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, <laughs> very yeah, good, yeah, very yeah. Good. Michael Dubb, what do you think, Andy? Michael Dubb, I'm saying uh, 65. Uh, 70. 67. Ooh. <laughs> so what's that done to the score? <laughs> okay. What? Does that mean Andy has to kick off on this last yeah. one? You go yeah. first on the last one. 27-19. So, what are you laughing at, you I Luke? I can't hear him, that's why. Okay. Um, <laughs> about two eight, feet away from me. Eight between us. Here we are. He's here for okay. today, aren't he? Yes. David Brace, OBE. David Brace. Joint owner of Dunraven Stud, David Brace. He also designed an elasticated undergarment for commentators. You must have heard of the Dave Brace girdle. Oh, that's very good, Thank yeah. Very nice yeah, if you're a fan good. of... Commentaries on TalkSport. <laughs> so, um, David Brace. David, David Brace. David Brace. <laughs> W.G. Brace. W.D. Brace. Uh, I'm going to go... Uh, I'm going to go 68. 68, David Brace. So, okay, I've got to be sort of nine, haven't I, either way. Um, I'm going to go... I'll go 77. He is, in fact, 72. Oh! <laughs> so the final scores. Oh, Mike finally worked. <laughs> oh, OK, there we go. 
<laughs> so suddenly we've got to give him more money now. You happy? I am. <laughs> he had a walk-on part yeah. where he nodded. He, he got his just, keys. He was holding keys. up fingers, <laughs> and then it. you had to go, no, put his mic on. Now suddenly he's, <laughs> he's on I Union thought added, I thought it added to the whole production. <laughs> Double cash he's on now, for, just for saying that. Well, that is it, I think. I believe our work yes. here well, is enjoyable. done. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast from Talk Sport. Well, yes, there we are. That was this afternoon's show. We're back tomorrow for the Gold Cup, our final day at the Cheltenham Festival. Do hope you can join us. More top guests and live racing, etc., etc. Until then, thanks for listening, and uh, we'll catch up with you tomorrow. You've been listening to the Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Hear the guys every weekday between 1 and 4 p.m. on Talk Sport. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code PROGRAM.